tell you what, if that thing right there doesn't make you pop like six cans in a row and just pour all in one big glass and start chugging, I don't know what it will. You know what I mean? I was thinking shotgun a beer. Yeah. Who did that intro for y'all, man? Was that like like poison or something? Right. <laughs> That's who I was going for. I, uh, I heard somebody off of, um, like, I guess it was Fiverr, uh, and I was like, yeah, uh, I want like arena rock slash like maybe wrestling intro theme. Uh, and just mix it all together, and that's what he came up with. Yeah, that was badass. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Wow, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So how's your night going, man? It's good, man. I just bought a house in Houston, so I'm still like unpacking all the boxes, and uh, moving sucks, man, because you just got to like, this sucks. You know, you got to get rid of all the boxes and put stuff where, and I bought new furniture because I sold my house in Nashville. So I sold a bunch of furniture there, and I had stuff in storage, and I gave some stuff to friends, and so I'm like having to buy new furniture, and it's just kind of, kind of pain in the ass. But it's a, it's a cool, it's a really cool house in um, the Heights in Houston. It's like a three story, um, like kind of treehouse type situation. It's got a really cool kitchen, you know. I love to cook, so very it's, cool. Uh, That's you know, badass. Very yeah. cool, man. We're like, we're practically neighbors, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, like I mean, I don't. Forty minutes yeah. away, but sure, neighbors. <laughs> no, we're just we're just smoke some meat this year, man. We're yeah. gonna get down to it. Hell yeah! No, that's good, mate. Welcome, welcome back to Texas. Welcome back to Houston, uh, the Bayou City, man. Like that's that's super cool. I, I know that you you've lived here before, right? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And and so yeah, welcome back, man. Texas missed you. I appreciate it, man. You know, I was in a buy. I was <laughs> I was looking at buying a place in New York City because. Um, you know, I just really miss New York and it just got down the nitty gritty of it. I was like, man, I really just have family here. I don't know why I keep running away from Texas. I really just, I think it's because I toured for so long and I've been to like every gas station in Texas and I've seen it that it was like, I want to live somewhere else and just visit Texas. Like I, it's like, I see it as like work. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? I backed out of a place there and I was like, I'm going to buy a place here. And so it just, it worked out. You know, I think that's what, what needed to happen. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how is your how has your mission been? Uh, and, and we're going to jump right into this. Uh, how has your, your mission been on trying to spread the word of of adding beans to chili? I know it's a, I know <laughs> you're, going, you're going hard on this. Bro. Wow. Right. I mean, you went straight in for the jugular. I, I personally, <sighs> uh, I, I don't like beans, but I'll go ahead and preface this yeah. that I don't like beans. So. Me, I, I, you got to throw me out of the equation. So I, I'm automatically not going to put beans in the chili. But man, it, it is a a touchy subject around Texas for Dude, sure. Dude, it, it, I'm lucky to be alive. I'm I'm shocked <laughs> no one's like shanked me at a at a gas station or something. You know, like it's. Uh, I had no idea it was that touchy until I tweeted about it one time, and so on. I got like six tweets, and I was like, "Oh fuck you!" Like I'm going to go all in. Right. <laughs> You're not messing with me. I'm just going to like annoy the living shit out of you because like you know look my dad's from minnesota my mom's from washington state they moved here in the 70s i was born in texas so we made chili always put beans in it it was a family event but the real deal like barbecue dudes and like the real deal like san antonio like i wear a cowboy hat dudes right they like it they're chili with like meat and like that's it you know it's like it's more of a yeah brisket and like it's more of a chunks fattier like chunks of shit and man, I had no idea like that, you know, William Clark Green had a t-shirt, it's like no beans and like the competitions, like no beans. And it's like, dude, I would have been better off saying that, like, I love cancer 
versus <laughs> saying no beans and chili. Like it, it was that people were that upset about it, you know. I, was, and it fueled the fire more because it was just so it was so great. It was just so fun to talk about and get people like just fucking fired up. You know what? I, man, I'm saying I, the upward. I'm sorry. I'm excited about that. Can I say the upward on the side? Yeah, 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 you can yeah. say whatever you want to say. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no, that's fine. We're not even. Uh, it's our kids listen to this thing. They they're saying the F word tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, listen. I'm right there with you. Uh, I uh, I have always made. Uh, I've always put beans in my chili for years. I did. And then I heard yeah. this was like a thing, right? And I was like, okay, well, it's cool. I, so I make chili, and I'm like, hey, y'all want some chili? And they're like, does it have beans in it? I'm like, no, no beans in it. And it was, oh, this is great chili. But when I make it at home, I am always putting beans in it. I will not stop putting beans in it. You know what I mean? I, I like the flavor it adds. I like the heartiness of it. And, and it's something that I've always done since I was in my 20s, you know, whatever else. Uh, but haters will hate. So, But I, I, I'm on the Ritual Tool uh, bean... And chili train. So there it is. I guess some people see it as like, it's so funny. I, th- I think the people are just seeing it from a different point of view. I see chili as like a soup because it feeds like eight people. So if people come over, you got crackers, you put some cheese in there, you add the beans, you know, for the fiber. And it's just because there's just meat and like, it's kind of greasy. The beans kind of like take out the grease and soak up some of the flavor, you know? So like to me, I don't get it. I don't know why you wouldn't add it on there, but I totally get it. I, I think people just see it as like, if you grew up with it, chili's like a memory food. So if you grew up eating chili without beans, you're so insulted when someone, you know, has chili and beans because that's something you grew up with. You're attached to that memory. And I think that's where it comes from. People are just like, you know, <laughs> I grew up like this. My grandfather made it this way. How dare you insult his legacy? Right. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I grew up yeah. with it too. Like, right. It sounds yeah. so petty, petty arguing about this, you know, but like, to me, it's just one of those things like you could put beans in it. Just call it chili with beans. Because you know right. what I mean? Like, or, you know, you're going to go to a hot dog and get some chili on top. If there was a bunch of beans and that chili on top of my hot Dude, dog, I'd be like, delicious. What, are you, what are you doing? No, delicious. I, I, that, that is actually weird. I, I would not want chili with beans on a hot dog. I, I think the hot dog chili is like good by itself. I don't want the beans. And, you know, I think the beans and the chili thing is more of like when you have a big gathering and you get a bowl so I don't know. You know, it's like it's a weird thing. It's like such a weird thing. I want beans in oh. all my chili, even on my hot dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <there laughs> you go. Whatever. It don't even matter. And there's psychopaths and like you. And I'm from Texas, <laughs> exactly. so I'm I'm team beans. Yeah. Have, have I love you, it. Have team you ex- beans. There we go. Sign ha- one more up. Have Let's you know. experienced the Cincinnati chili? I have. Yeah, I was in Cincinnati uh, three months ago during COVID. I just kind of like I've been doing anything because I haven't been touring. And so I drove to Cincinnati from Houston and back. Just I bought a new car, and I was like, I want to get out there and just like hit the highway and have some fun, man. And so I went to like two Reds games. So I went to the Skyline Chili and uh, had the the five star or whatever chili, the pasta with the and they they have beans in their chili there, and it did work on that pasta. I mean, it really did. It, it tasted pretty good. It was way too much cheese. They give you like literally like six inches of cheese, and you're like, dude. <laughs> oh wow. I don't, I don't think I went to the bathroom until I got back to Houston. Like, it was just so much cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for the people that are listening, like, Cincinnati chili is like, you basically get chili on top of um, noodles. Yeah, it looks like spaghetti. Right. Uh, it, and it's topped off with cheese, and like, you're just eating regular. So much cheese. So much cheese. Yeah. It's like spaghetti, I, though, right? It's like sp- chili spaghetti. It's like chili spaghetti. Yeah. Huh. I would say it's like chili spaghetti. Nice. I mean, there's like no flavor really in the chili. Like, you're really just tasting the cheese and the noodles, and you're like, oh, there's chili in here, and there's some beans in there. 
Mm. You know, it's like it's almost like Texas is the only state that like flavors their stuff. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you go anywhere else, you're like, what is this? There's no flavor. It's like, come on. No, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. I I, I went to uh, I was in Minneapolis and um, I went to a place and I ordered. It was like it was like a chicken fried steak and and gravy. I was like, dude, you're speaking my language. Just do this. And this little cutlet came out and it was like. Uh, like half the size of a piece of bread, and uh, right, and I was I was looking. I was like, so, um, is this it, or is this like a starter? Or like, how do you <laughs> it's like appetizer? Are you like is a warm up? Yeah. You just like looking at it, and and then there was the gravy was not poured on it. It was on the side, which I'm okay with. That's fine. And uh, and potatoes, and I'm looking at them, and I go to like cut into it, and there's like an inch worth of breading all the way around. I'm like the meat. It may have been like a quarter of the size of the loaf. You know, the slice of bread. There was no meat. I was like, "This is not." People are eating this. This is a real thing. Dude, no, that's weird. <laughs> like I said, my family's from Minnesota, so I cooked for my cousins like uh, a couple years ago, and I added one small little jalapeno like in the dish I made. You would have thought like we entered a, a fire eating contest. People were like, "Dude, what is this?" This is like my, you're like drinking water and you're sweating. And I was Everybody's like, "Dude, I don't. Need, I can't even taste the jalapeno in this dish." Right, right, right. Are you sure you're getting what I'm getting? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're just uh, they like their their stuff bland up there, man. I mean, the Midwest and they're like they like it bland. You yeah. know, it's not like any anywhere else. No. So there, there's a little thing called seasoning. Uh, seasoning, right. yeah. You, you got to use it. There's no G in there. Yeah, season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, it's funny you say that. I, I and I've traveled a lot, and, and by no means I, I've not traveled like you traveled or anything like that. But in the United States, John has traveled public. He's he works for the one of the airlines. So he he travels a lot as well. But you're exactly right on different flavors. Like Cal- Southern California, Cal- you get flavor there. You get you get, and we we're talking about this earlier. Um, and the difference between like Mexican food there versus Mexican food here, and you get more of a Baja over there, and you get more of a, a fresh like, avocado is put on everything uh, in, in <laughs> right. California. Right? No, yeah, for sure. Um, but like, you, like I think that we have like this, especially Houston has like the melting pot, right? There's if they, if they say you want the most authentic food of anywhere in the world, like if, if you can get it here in Houston, because we are such a melting pot or whatever, right? So, like, we have really, really great French cuisine. We have Italian food that if you want to get – I'm not saying it's going to be, like, New York, you know, pizzeria or whatever else. That's hard to duplicate. But I'm just saying that you can get it here. And we're, we're kind of jaded here, I think. I think we're, we think everything should be like this, and it's, it's just not. I know you've had the best here. I, I totally agree. I mean, one, one selling point of me coming back to Houston was – uh, the food. I mean, you can go down Westheimer and it's pretty much there has Chinatown. There's little Vietnam. There's, you know, there's the African Ethiopian Houston. I mean, and there's so much flavor to it. And you got to be careful in Houston. Like you go to a Thai restaurant or Indian restaurant and you're like, hey, I want it spicy. They'll mess you up. Like it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the Thai food that you're getting in Kansas City, man. It's like some real, real yeah. deal stuff. That'll mess you up for days. For days. Yeah. <laughs> So what's uh, so so you moved to Houston? Uh, you're here. Um, so what's what's been going on with you, man? Man, not much. You know, I took some time off the road like uh, seven eight months ago. You know, we we're trying to go back, and I was just so frustrated and mad. And you know, my anxiety was so high because I had to sell my house in Nashville. It was COVID. We weren't touring. I was not making money, so I'm just blowing through my savings. 
you know, and it was to a point where I was used to a lifestyle where I was always on tour and always having fun and always making money to a point where I was like just bleeding money, had to fire, let go of my band, started heavily drinking, you know. Um, so, you know, I quit, I quit kind of boozing. I go back and forth. I have like wine with dinner and stuff. I didn't go totally sober, but I was just working on my anxiety and just working on like just becoming to be able to handle the stress. Yeah. And that was the hardest thing that I ever had to face because I never had to face that. I never had mental health issues at all until COVID hit. It, you know, it's like you never know when that when that's going to hit you or anxiety is just going to blindside you because, you know, it's like I lost my job. And that's all I've done for 15 years was go out and play 150 shows a year and get up and sing. And, you know, you, you know, a year of just blowing through your savings, you're used to a lifestyle being stuck inside. Like it kind of messes you up a little bit. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I had to like make an announcement and say, "Hey, look, I'm taking some time off. I'm having a lot of anxiety issues." Like, it wasn't easy as a grown man because, like, you know, we're men. We're, we drink beer. We're like smoking meats. It's like, but when you have to go and you know be a little girl, I hate saying that, but you have to go in front of everyone with your, you know, with your hand like holding your, you know, holding your mom's hand, going, "I have anxiety. I'm scared." You know that's tough on that's tough on 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 guys and it was it was tough for me to do but now it's been so great because I've been able to help so many others I had no idea that people struggled with with mental health so much and I'd be like yeah guys I didn't sleep for like four or five days I can tell you how to relax I can teach you how to you know not have anxiety and and learning about it um, and it's still it's still I still have like panic attacks a little bit and I still have to watch my alcohol intake because you know, really does can get to you, you know, you can become an alcoholic pretty quick when you have mental health, because, you know, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, well, my anxiety goes away if I just drink two bottles of wine. So I'll just do that. And then right. you know, after right. two weeks of that, you're like, wait a second, man, you're in the, you're in the weeds, bro. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was tough. You know, it was a good, it was a, one of the hardest like lessons I had to learn was this past year of diving into like who I want to be. And, and if something like this happened again, figuring out how to make other money, figuring out how to like live a lifestyle. If touring didn't exist, if the world changed, you know? Sure. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. That's that. I can't tell you that's, it's, uh, it's very courageous and badass uh, for you to even say it, you know, out loud. And, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's something that uh, I think a lot of people, um, myself included, uh, that to be honest with you, I, I didn't even know what anxiety was. You know, I heard right. the term. I knew, I knew people, I could see people that say, oh, I have anxiety. I'm, and I would just like look at them like, oh, okay, I guess that hope, hope that works out for you, you know? Uh, and it's this kind of thing you think but when you we start going through it and you're like, holy shit, like I, like it's hard to breathe. It's hard to like, like in the stress compounds and that doesn't help yeah. or anything else. And yeah, man, that's, that's super badass. Like I think a lot of people struggle with it and they don't even know what it is. They're like, there's something going on, but I don't, I'm going to feel it with this or feel it with that or, or feed it, I guess you'd say, whatever. But uh, no, you're, you hit the nail on the head, man. That's, yeah, it, it's one of those deals <laughs> like where you, you, like Jan was saying, you don't really realize, okay, anxiety, I, I hear it. I hear that term everywhere. And, and it really doesn't hit home to you until it, it either affects you or it, it affects like a, a loved one. And uh, me personally, I mean, I probably had, have anxiety and I've probably used alcohol or I've probably used whatever to, to, to cope and just like, okay, marijuana you know. helps. Just oh, we all have. I mean, yeah. we all take that shot of liquor before we go on a date because we're having yeah. anxiety about meeting the girl for the first time. I mean, that's a, 
Yeah. You know, we all have. Yeah. And, and I got, I got to, um, I mean, living firsthand, uh, you know, um, my daughter, I mean, she suffers with anxiety and she has little panic attacks at all, at, you know, any point in time. So it's something for me that I've kind of learned like, okay, well, this is, uh, this is like a normal thing, right? And this is something that everybody has. And, and, and honestly, it's, it's refreshing when, when you see someone like yourself, uh, and other people come out and go, hey, you know what? It happens. It's okay. You know, especially as men, like, Hey, it's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to have like mental health issues and it's okay to go right. see a therapist or it's okay to go seek help and, 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 and get help for it. It's not a big deal whatsoever. I mean, it is a big deal, but it's not a big deal to get help. Well, in Argentina, like, um, everyone's forced to see a therapist. So the, by the government, you actually, it's like, you have to see a therapist It's required by law. They're the only country that does that because they just know that everyone needs help. You know, it's, it's, it was kind of like the way I put it was, and I've had a lot of anxiety before. I, you know, one thing I will say is I've always had anxiety when I played music because I had stage fright. I suffered from major stage fright. No one knew that. I never told anybody that. What I would do is I always have three or four beers before I go on stage, you know. And so I covered it up a lot. And, what, you know, basically what I was doing was, you know, it's like if you had a broken leg in a football game, I would just shoot up a steroid and then go run the game. You know, I just never told anybody. And that's kind of like what, what it is with, you know, people like in the Vietnam War and like PTSD and stuff like that is, you know, veterans and, and people, you know, back in the day, they didn't really, there was no really therapist. And men, if you said, hey, I want to see a therapist, you were considered weak and they were just, they'd fire you or they'd tell you you're a giant P word. And, you know, they would, just, they would just go to the bar and drink whiskey. I think my grandfather had anxiety because he died before I was born because he was such an alcoholic. Um, you know, so he probably never got help. And that's just the hardest part, you know, so. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, I, yeah. hey, Rich, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not going to blow smoke here, but I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> hands down, like, you're the biggest celebrity person that I think I've ever uh, talked to or anything else. But I'll tell you right now, dude, you were the most realest person I think is, that has ever been interviewed or, or whatever else, man. I, I am like, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, man. Uh, we did. I get, that, I get that a lot. And it, the hardest part for me is like, sometimes it's real. it kind of hurts me uh, because, you know, as you notice, like, you know, me and I won't mention names, but me and a bunch of celebrities don't really talk anymore because I'm so vocal. They're kind of scared of me a little bit. And sometimes being in the entertainment business, the more fake you are and the more cutthroat you are, the better you're going to do. And I just never really had that in me. To me, it's just like, I'm going to shoot you straight. I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. And I think it's kind of hurt me in the entertainment industry. I think I've seen my career kind of slide because of that. Um, so I'm glad that you said that because I never really get to talk about it, but I've never changed, you know? And that's the thing is like, it's just such a funny thing where I, I really do try to honestly be myself. And y'all know me, we've talked so many times. Oh, yeah. So yeah, well, I, I, I appreciate that, man. It goes a long way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an honesty, right? It's just like, uh, it's, it's not, I I'm, I'm this person. I'm now I'm this person or it's, it's what you see is what you get. Like it's, it's a real talk from a real person that, you know, Hey, listen, we, we all like barbecue. We like, I love beer. I'm not going to lie to you. At one point in my life, so I made... do I. I'm not giving up. I got... That's what my mom said. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got to cut you off. No, no, no. Excited. I was going to say, I may, have, I may have told my wife one time that she's like, I think you need to quit drinking. And I may have told her like, I will never quit drinking in my life. Right. I may have said these words to her and I may have been drinking when I said it to her. Uh, 
Now, I have definitely scaled back on, on my drinking and, and whatever else. But, hey, like I, I, I still might actually say these words to her again one day. I don't know. You know, so it is what it is. But uh, there's a balance. There's a, there's a, there's a work life, happy life, uh, family life balance. And uh, I think uh, it's just for, for me, it's just trying to navigate like, OK, where where am I at now? So, uh, no, it's it's cool, man. It's it's a real talk from you. So it's that's badass. No, I was telling my mom that too because, like, you know, I've gone sober twice in my life, and I wouldn't call it a relapse or anything. It's like I just, you know, one day I, I just told her, I, she goes, "Man, you've been so miserable for the past like two months." I was like, "Well, I've been sober, just been drinking, drink hot tea, and I go for jogs, and I just kind of watch the sunset." You know, she's like, "What makes you happy?" I go, "You know what makes me happy? Going to Hooters and ripping like nine giant fucking cold beers and eating chicken wings and watching football. That generally." <laughs> makes me happy it's like the happiest day ever that's um, the happiest day of my life she's like really that's so sad i was like it's sad to you but it's not yeah it's a, re- a giant coors light and chicken wings watching football is is a i love it yeah yeah and she just didn't understand that you know she was like you're you might be an, you might be an alcoholic it's like i'm not i really i don't drink really during the week but when i do i love it <laughs> You know, like Man, I don't know I, how to explain that, but I, I do. I it's like John it. Daly. John Daly's been rehab three times. Oh, it's yeah. like it's not gonna work. He loves beer. Yeah. He loves beer. You know, you're no, speaking uh, our language. That, that dude's a specimen. I think when that dude does pass away, if he ever does, no. they're they're going to like study him to see how that guy is still able to how he lived as long as he's able to. You know what I mean? Well, he's not old. I know he's not. John old. not old. He's just a big dude that he, crushed the he freaking lives, ball. But let me tell you, John Daly 2.0, that's his son. He lives hard. He does yeah, live hard. He was a member of the same country club I was at in Nashville, and I used to play golf with him a couple of times, and, like, he lives – that guy lives hard. Yeah. 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 Well, um, if uh, – You know – No, go ahead. No, I'm saying for him, though, it's like he's gone sober, but, like, it's the same type of situation if you asked him. What makes him happy It's like, dude – He'll rip ten packets of M and M's in one round. He'll he'll he's he's gonna smoke two packs of cigarettes. If it kills him, it kills him. I mean, what's that's my philosophy is what's the point of living if you know if you're just sitting there every day like miserable? And that's that's why I don't really believe in like I hate to say this because I get so much hate for saying this, but I don't truly believe unless you're really an alcoholic. I mean, look, if you're pounding like a bottle of Jack Daniels a day and you're sloppy and you're wrecking your car and you're beating your wife and you're just a piece of shit, you probably shouldn't drink alcohol. But like, for me, it's like, I've never been, I've never been arrested. I've never, I've never been in trouble. I've never punched anybody. I've never done it. Have I been an asshole and I've been drunk? Yeah, of course. I think we all have. Have I told somebody off when I'm drunk? Yeah, of course. I think we all have. But like guys like daily, it's like, man, if it really, if you just want to, rip nine beers on a golf course and that truly makes you happy you know find a way to moderate it's like instead of instead of sending someone because i have a lot of sober friends and they're just not happy people yeah. they're sober and i go i drink coffee with them and they're just like god i wish i had a beer right now i was like then just fucking have one like go to a, they should teach a class where they teach you how to stop at like six right but that's the right. problem with like a lot of alcoholics and some of them just can't stop at six man yeah. you know they really can't no, it, yeah, I well, that's that was the thing with my father. I grew up with a dad that he drank a lot, and he was he was a big drinker, and he could quit anytime he wanted to, and he would quit on and off or whatever. Uh, but that was he would say like, you know, if I'm if I'm going to have two beers, I what's the point of having him one beer? 
Like, right. Like, like, hey, have a beer. Like, I'm not drinking one beer. I'll drink right. 10 beers. I'll drink seven beers. I'm not drinking one beer. One beer is, that's, give me, give me a glass of tea then. You know, if that's what we're going to do. <laughs> right. right. No, I, I agree. So I agree. I'm like, thanks, Dad. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say it's earlier. True. I mean, Jan, ahead, Jan, Jan was talking about uh, um, as far as you being like the the one of the most like um, um, largest celebrities he's ever been able to talk to or whatever. That's not so true. I mean, oh. we 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 oh. did one point in time get to um, hang out with Mo Bandy. That's oh. yeah. He's he's a big he's one of my idols. Yeah, so, I mean that's okay. Of course, this was. So I'll, Bra- I'll take the number two spot. Yeah, here. this was Thank in Brans- Branson, yeah. Missouri. No, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry, man. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not putting Mo Bandy <laughs> no, ahead of no. Mo. It's not happening. We were like sorry, uh, <laughs> What we were like? What eight years eight old? Years old. Yeah. Mo Bandy. Like, hey. I think he was at a restaurant, yeah. and we just happened to sit at the table next to him. And uh, yeah, I don't remember. He was just eating. He was chowing down. We're like, li- we literally just went and saw his show, and then right. left and that went evening. and ate. And then we just happened to sit down at the table next to him. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like, hey. You know what's funny yeah. about about celebrities, like, is people always say, like, I mean, I, there's so many bad Rich O'Toole stories out there. And I, I wish I could sit to tell the, ask the people, like, how did you hear I was a douchebag? Let me hear what you heard. Because right. I'll, I'll be somewhere and every girl comes to me. And, like, there's always that one girl is like, I heard you're a douchebag. And you're like, okay, <laughs> tell me what you heard. And I'll explain the situation. My friend was like trying to have dinner with you, and then you said no, and then you were like, didn't want to have dinner with you, and you're just like too good for everybody. Like you just, you're just a fucking asshole. And I was like, you're talking about your friend that saw me at Chili's and asked me to come over and sit at her table, and I was already with somebody else, so I politely declined. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but you could have gone over and like sat for like five minutes. It's like I don't even know those people. I was just trying to eat my dinner. Right. right you know, it's right. like I know I hang out with the with some with some big celebrities. They're nice people. It's the other people around them that are just dickheads. And that's the honest truth. It really is. No, I I I can see it. I can see it right now. That's like like dude, like I if if I was just a normal person, would you ask me to come to your table? Like, no. It's just me. And if you were a normal person, you asked that like fuck off. You're right. I'm right. with my family. Right. Yeah. Who are you? You wouldn't hate me you? for it, right? That's yeah. so weird. Security. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. And I do it. I've never I mean, sometimes I get recognized maybe like maybe once a day around Houston and I go with it and I love it and I'll sit and talk to them. And sometimes I'll take it too long where it just gets awkward. Right. Because sometimes I'll be having coffee and someone's like, Hey man, big fan. And then we sit across from each other, and I'll be like, "Hey, what's up, dude? So, what do you do? You know?" He's like, "Why do you want to know what I do?" I was like, "I don't know. Like, you, you know who I am. So I'm just at, we're sitting at a table at a coffee shop. I was just Why? making conversation with you. All right, fuck off. All right, I'll get up and leave. Like, it's like, dude, don't come up to me. <laughs> like, I get a photo, and then I try to have a conversation with you, and you're just like, you're so weirded out. Right? By it. Yeah. It's like, you approach. I'm not Jesus Christ. They're yeah. already they're already tweeting about it. You're, you're like, trying dude, to steal my on. identity. Why are you tweeting? Yeah. Right now? Put the tweet down. You're not even, nobody, you're not even, nobody's following right now. It's fine. Yeah, no one yeah. cares. No one cares. There's, it's way. Yeah, I get it, man. And I, it breaks my heart a lot. Actually, I do. I do like, suffer from a little bit of like, like I think about it, or you're sitting there falling asleep, and you're like, God, that person. It really does bother people. You know, you have to be careful because, like, I'm the kind of guy who wears it on a sleeve. It, it's in my heart. I don't want someone 
whenever I meet someone, they think, oh, I heard you're just a douchebag. I heard you're an asshole. Like, I think about that for weeks because I'm like, man, what did I do in that situation? That yeah. person thought that. I would never do that. And there's a couple times I have been an asshole. Like, there's a couple times I've been drunk and a drunk dude's on my bus talking shit to girls or, you know, fucking just telling dirty jokes. And I've told him to get the fuck off the bus, yeah. you know? And I'm sure he has that story on me, but it was like, I, I would have done that if I wasn't famous. I, I, he was just being a dick. Right. You know? Right. Right. No, you're like, hey, so, <laughs> right is right. Wrong is wrong. Like, right is right. Wrong is wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's what it is. And, so I get it, man. I totally get it. And I'm a super dick. My wife hates it. Like if somebody's being an asshole in public, like I call them out and she's yeah. like, well, why are you calling them out? I'm like, well, somebody has to. Right. Because so, if nobody does, then they just continue to be a dick to everybody. Right. So somebody has to say, you're being a dick. Right. Stop yeah, the, being a dick. The problem is that you stand... See, so Alex, how tall are you? 6'5". So Alex is 6'5". So when he oh, says, God, yeah. hey, you're being a dick, people are like, oh, shit. Okay, well, maybe I should not, you know, yeah. maybe I I'll would, stop. I would do that if I was 5'2". I know. You say that because you've always been 6'5", <laughs> Alex. So <laughs> good for you. Hey, cheers. <laughs> uh, hmm. But yeah, somebody's being That's an ass. Awesome. You got to call them out for being an ass. So, so earlier, uh, John had read off something, and I'm just going to ask this man. And if I'm yeah. wrong, I'm wrong. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some of those things you say to somebody, you're like, what? You, anything goes. Don't okay. worry about. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Me. You you belong to Mensa. I am. Yeah. Actually, uh, what happened? The story on that was. I kept, I got like all C's in high school. My mom really thought I had a, lear a learning disability. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, Hey, this lady's going to come and give you a test. We want to see if you're like mentally handicapped. You know, like you're not turning in grades. You're terrible at school. And, um, so I got done with the test. It was an IQ test. And the lady's like, dude, this is one of the highest IQs I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and then I, they applied me for Mensa. I got my Mensa card. There it is. Um, there it is. So, it's not something I lead with. I think it's on my Wikipedia page just because the record label thought it was like, hey, look, you know, people need to know that, you know, they're working with a big brain dude. But, uh, smart guy. Uh, it's, you know, it's intimidating, though. I've been actually, I've, it's intimidating to other people. That's why I don't ever mention it because I've had people like freak out on me or I've had girls get really upset with me, uh, especially girls I'm dating. Because they'll like they'll see my wallet. Like I carry my Mensa card because you keep it up to date. You know, it's like you know you pull it up when there's another Mensa or something. You're like, yeah, dude, I, I got an IQ too. It, it now that I think about it, it's pretty douchey. But <laughs> it's like you know, hey, it's like, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is. It's yeah. fucking cool too. Well, okay, right. here's okay. Costco card. Maybe, yeah, oh, maybe here's it, my Mensa card. It's like always right. popping out accidentally in the grocery okay. line of the cashier to say, "Oh, my Mensa card." Sorry. <laughs> okay, but here I've me had out. a couple. I've had a couple people freak out on me and be like, "You think you're fucking better than me? Like yeah. get up and leave and shit." Because it's come up in conversation. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm not better. Right. I'm not better. I'm just smarter. Not yeah. a big deal. Uh, okay. But here, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little picture in your head right now, right? It's the end okay. of the world, right? Yeah. There's a meteor coming. We've all yeah. seen this, right? And the government yeah. has this code thing. They're gonna send out to your cell phones, but only the smartest people get the code, right? Right. You're getting the code. That's well, on, I don't know. That's I mean, on the back of the Mensa card. Right. They like <laughs> they're gonna like, hey, please show up at this place. You're you're going to the secret bunker because we're gonna save all the smart people, right? 
And, and then you're like, hey, I'm an artist. Like, great. We need smart and artist. Perfect. Uh, yeah. This guy's definitely on. And now, meanwhile. We're screwed. Right. I mean. <laughs> I can cook a brisket. I don't know, man. Right. They, they got to eat. They got to right. eat. So this is what I love. Like, I just basically, I just met the person going on the plane to go to the, uh, the, the special bunker. So that's The good cool. news is I'll smoke some brisket in the special bunker for everybody. You know, because I think these Minson now, nerds now, don't know, probably know, don't know how to. No, now, now you're a triple threat. threat. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I, I'm so dumb. I didn't even know what Minsa was. I just had to Google it just right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not, you know, our generation is not, no one even knows, knows what it is. Our parents' generation, it was a big deal, That's you know. Hilarious. But when I, like people like our age, they don't really, they don't even know what the hell that is. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's I do badass. now because yeah. I Googled it yeah. as we're talking. I'm not joking. He actually has his phone. Right. He's like, well, no, speaking of speaking of saving the world or out of this world or whatever, uh, any any plans or any wanting to jump on a uh, rocket ship and uh, fly outside uh, uh, and go into outer space? Hell no! I don't care about I don't care about that one bit, man. I'm I'm scared enough to get on a Southwest Airlines flight. I don't even want to touch it. I'm scared of heights. To what be honest hell? with you, I'm majorly scared of heights. So it oh. wouldn't be something unless I was drunk. It wouldn't be something I would, would want to do. Yeah, I'm not a big fan they of would. heights. Being six five and I hate heights. Right. Right. Every time you look down, it's like, check out your Ooh. shoes. Ooh. Well, because right. it's because yeah. I'm scared when you're just walking around or what. When, when I'm at a height, I'm up higher than y'all are looking down. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah no, so no matter what, you're higher than we are. Yeah. Jesus, man, I love it. I love, I love the way you come up with this. <laughs> yeah. This is good. Well, stuff. they, they oh. had that. They had that thing where it said that like 91 percent of CEOs in the world are taller than six three i think what the hell is yeah. your problem alex yeah why aren't you a ceo <laughs> yeah. i didn't even know what mensa was yeah. all right okay well yeah. so yeah well that's so ironically there was the guy that flew with uh was it um, william shatner william shatner the guy that flew with william shatner when he actually went uh and did the whole space thing where he floated yeah. and whatever final right? frontier and all that good yeah. stuff yeah uh he is a billionaire, right, or whatever? He was a rich dude. It was a rich dude. Bezos? No, 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 no. It was the guy that flew with William Shatner, oh, okay. Shatner and I guess it was, was it Bezos. Uh, yeah, he went up on uh, I guess Bezos' uh, okay. rocket, uh, and it was some rich, rich, you know, dude. But he came back down, and literally a month later, he gets in a plane and flies around, and it crashes, and he dies. I'm like, dude, no, you, really? The guy that was on the thing died. Yeah, that's shitty. He like Whoa. used up all of his nine lives on that one flight. Mm. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's yeah, awful. That's crazy. Did you see Michael Strahan's fixing to go in space? Dude. Ooh. Who's paying who's paying for that? It's expensive. I don't know why these guys I don't, even do I don't it. know. Like I don't know if they're just using his name to go in space or but yeah, he's been training to go up there. Really? That's kinda you know, it's so expensive that it really it's kind of an asshole thing when you think about it, because it's like <laughs> All right, four dudes went up there for what thirty seconds, and it was like three billion dollars. And it's like, dude, there's that money could have been spent right. to like rebuild schools in Africa and like help section eight housing so in Houston. Like, come yeah. on, well, man. there's that, it's bigger shit to like, worry about. It's, it's that. It's, so it's all of that, right? And then and then you start like breaking it down. You're like, what about the greenhouse gas that you're always worried about? Like, you know how much right. greenhouse gas it takes to put you into space, man? Like, I don't. How much engineering and, and productivity and everything right. else that got built to do this? How many briskets like, that is? Yeah, that's no. a lot of briskets. That's all runoff solar energy, by right. the way. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. You're right. I mean, there's lots. That's why I'm like, I'm not one of those guys. Though I'm, I think if you have the money, you want to do something, you can do it. You know, 
that's Ooh. not my call. I, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. I do a lot of dumb stuff sometimes. Um, but I mean, that kind of money, you're like, nah. come on, man. Let's feed some kids. Like, come well, on. Well, you there know, are like, people you don't talking. Need, you don't need to go to space. There were people talking shit to Elon Musk about how much he spent to go to space. Well, you could have done this to, you know, get rid of world hunger. And he was like, well, give me your plan. Show me your plan on getting rid of world hunger. And if it's a legit plan, I'll spend several billion dollars to do this. Right. right. And they never I got back that. to him. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of money, uh, have you got into investing into crypto or nfts i have yeah i actually i'm I'm part of this uh its own coin called kaiser i own like uh five percent of the company so i hold like one billion coins or something i don't know it i think that like they're still just they're getting started and they're trying to use me as like the head of the the deal and they're having a hard time kind of getting started but uh yeah man i i was i was on doge my dogecoin story was crazy so i bought um like two years ago, I bought a bunch of Dogecoin. Like I think I held had like two hundred eighty-eight thousand of them uh, for like I spent like three grand. I was like, hey, look, I think this thing's gonna do something, and then <laughs> it did. And so I sold at like thirty grand profit, and then it went all the way up to like seventy cents. So I would have I would have made two hundred I think thirty-eight thousand dollars in one day if I would have yeah. just held on to it. And I didn't. I mean, everyone has that story. It's like, oh, yeah. why wouldn't you take a $30,000 profit? You're just a jerk at that point. If right, you don't, right. you know. Just take the money. Um, but yeah, I do. I, I Actually, I love I love getting on Coinbase. I love getting on Robinhood and uh, trading crypto. It's fun. I think it's a new thing. I think it's basically for, for kids that like when, you know, y'all's kids get older, people don't want to handle money anymore. Money's in strip clubs. Like money's in like, it's gross. So I think it's the future of like when you want to interact on the internet. So like, you know, if you're on Amazon and you want to transfer the American dollar or any any kind of currency to a to a cryptocurrency, and then you make the purchase. So I think it's just the internet's way. It's like it's like the Chuck E. Cheese coins. It's like, you know, it's not really worth a dollar, but it is because your dad gave him ten dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Right. Yep. So like, it takes the coin to play the game. And your dad gave him that coin to play the game. So it's kind of like, that's kind of what crypto is. And I have to explain it to old people. I'm like, yeah, it, it's real. It's real currency. It's just, it's the internet currency, you know? Yeah. I, I was trying to explain yeah. it to my mom and, and she's like, uh, you know, before she was like, man, we just need, we need to get on like some investments some something. We need to make money because she, she's about ready to retire. She wants to, 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 she wants the, the house and the trips and stuff like that. And she's like, and I started talking, yeah, we got this whole cryptocurrency going on right now. And there's this and that, whatever. She slides me over a hundred bucks. She's like, get us some cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> That's right. awesome. Do I just, okay, perfect, mom. I got you. Let me go log into the black to, web or whatever. I'm, I'm going to go to a store <laughs> right. or purchase $100 worth of crypto. But they sell Walmart. it at HEB. Yep. Yeah. Got you. I mean, they do have those like ATM. Yeah, my dad did, my dad and mom did the same thing a year ago. They were like, we think what you're doing is so stupid. Why would you put your money into cryptocurrency? And then I made. I was on the golf course the other day, and I made like $3,000 overnight on Sheepcoin. And my dad's like, hey, I was like, hey, do you mind uh, – Open me an account and get me some sheep coin. I was like, you want to buy sheep coin? You, you were just blasting me last Thanksgiving about buying any of this dumb shit. 
he's like, well, you made like so much money overnight. And I, I kind of want to get, and then my mom, like two weeks ago was like, oh, your dad said that you like made like $3,000 in an hour on sheep coin. Like, why didn't you tell me about it? I was like, I did tell you about it a year ago. You told me that it doesn't exist. It's fake money. So I just right. stopped talking to you about it. <laughs> my best friend. So I think our parents come around when they see like, hey, you bought a car with cryptocurrency. They're like, yeah, it exists. Yeah. It's real. They have they actually in gas stations now. You can go to gas station, and they have these crypto uh, like Bitcoin, Bitcoin, it is a Bitcoin machine, yeah. Yeah. machines. Yeah, it's and crazy. I'm like, that's this is so. I mean, it's very cool, but you're like, and as people go in, they're like, they're they're going in and they're they're putting money in or they're taking money out. That's I'm how like, you know it's legit. Now it's in gas stations. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've arrived. <laughs> Yeah. It's right next to all the, all the cheap yeah. like pocket knives and things like that. Yeah, next to the lottery <laughs> ticket thing. Uh, Hell about I always love gas stations. I spent so much time in gas stations because we toured so much. But I always loved them for some reason. Whenever the tour bus was parked or we were in the van, I would always go in no matter what. Because it was like you saw the dude buying scratch-offs that's on his last leg. You saw the alcoholic buying fucking beer at 10 in the morning. Like This is yeah. such a... Like globe of character, like a aquarium of, of characters in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the uh, I I love the guy that goes in there and starts scratching, and then he walks out and he walks right back in. He buys more of the same ticket, and he scratches and he walks out. You see him, and he's like looking at the at the thing, making sure nobody's buying that one number he's buying, and he's he's walking right back in. I'm like, dude, like, and I'll ask him like, hey, what number are you buying? He's like, oh, don't, don't. Uh, don't do that. And I'm like, ah, just just curious. Oh, oh man, that's the weekly grand. That's a great ticket. And I'm looking at him. And I'm like, give me five of those weekly grands, <laughs> right? And I and I look at the dude. and He's like, you can see the whole life just fade out of him. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, I don't want those. I'm just joking. You know. And then that's you're like, awesome. oh, thank God. Well, like circling back to the crypto, like my best friend from high school, <clears throat> his little brother. He was on some drugs, so he, you know, wasn't right in the head. He brought right. up Bitcoin like 10 years ago. He was like, hey, I, I think this is going to be a good thing. And me and my buddy, my buddy owns several businesses, and we're just like, no, nah, that, that just sounds dumb. Like, we don't want to get into that. And he was like, no, we can do this whole mining thing. Like, we buy these computers to do it. And now I look back, and I'm like, shit. This dude's a genius. That's what he is. <laughs> Misunderstood. I mean, <laughs> now if we would have done that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's well, funny. I think two thousand two thousand dollars ten years ago and Bitcoin would be worth forty four million dollars right now. I mean we yeah. you wouldn't even be on this podcast or we do the podcast from your your yacht yeah. from you know from like, Bezos, uh, I, spaceship. I saw a deal the other day. <laughs> yeah. It was like if in two thousand and I don't know, it was about ten years ago, whatever, if you'd put a thousand dollars in, it's like a hundred and ninety million dollars now. Now. Yes. Oh, yeah. right. If you'd We're, put a thousand dollars in ten years ago. Ten years ago. And it was probably, I'd say, eight years ago, he brought it up. Yeah. Well, smarter than we are. We're like, nah, you're on meth. We're not, we're not, (laughs) we don't value your opinion. You just hit a pipe a minute ago, brother. (laughs) I am not doing this with you. Uh, Uh, You know, some of the greatest people I know, I mean, some of the, we talk about Mensa and like the brain. I mean, some of the smartest people I know are addicts. Um, And it's hard. I, I see a lot of them because of like my job. You know, there's, I meet so many fans or whatever. And I know a lot of people that are struggling, not doing well, but I love to have dinner with them, man, because they give me some really good ideas. Yeah. And no one takes them seriously. Alex, your like, meth I'm, head friend, he might have had a Mensa card. <laughs> I mean, shit. No. Yeah. He just never yeah. got tested. Like, you know, you, just, you never know. 
Yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah. My buddy had to fire him. It's his little brother. He had to fire him because he caught him doing meth in the office. Right. He's forgot. He's like, like, hey, man, you, you can't do this in my office. This is my business. <laughs> You're going to get us all shit canned here. All right. So, think of a bet that you got to be to do it like in the office. Come on, man. Like, come on. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, can see, you can see a is look in his car face. outside yeah, behind the dumpster. Like, come on. He just looks around. He's like, oh, shit. This is the office. And my, okay. and my buddy like, <laughs> bought him a desk for his office. He was just smoking cigarettes and they're putting the cigarettes out in, on the top of the desk. <laughs> right. Like, no ashtray. Nothing. <laughs> you, got, you got an ashtray. Nah, I'm good. And that's the reason, like, when he brought up Bitcoin, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with this. Like, yeah, that's funny. It's true. I remember, I remember Shooter Jennings uh, when I lived in LA. You know who that is Shooter Jennings. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he was he was into Bitcoin seven years ago. He told me to buy a bunch, and I was like, I'm good. I don't even know what that is, man. I don't even know where to buy it. And that's the thing is, back in the day, you really didn't know where to buy it. There wasn't like an app. People just had it. People had their Bitcoin stored on like a hard drive, so it wasn't like even if they told you to do it, you didn't really know even know how to do it. Yeah, uh, without so a that doubt. was like, and if you lose, that was the, the hardest thing. Was like, I was like, where do I buy that shooter? I don't know. He's like, just get into Bitcoin, find someone that has some, and buy some from them, and they'll transfer it to a hard drive. And I was just like, he's full of shit. I'm not even gonna do that. And then you got Shooter, and then you got Struggle Jennings, who is an artist, right? I actually have a couple albums of his. Yeah, I like, I like Struggle Jennings. He's he's actually blowing up pretty big. Is that his? Uh, it's Welling Jennings. I don't think so. Ransom. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't Is, think they're related. No, they're not related. Oh, it's not. I thought. I thought it was. Oh. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I think that people that are. I mean, Waylon has like eight kids, but I don't think any of them really get into music besides Shooter. Yeah. Oh, well, I was misinformed on that then. Yeah, well, you know, look, it's the internet, right? <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the internet, bro. It's not could be wrong. I don't true. know. Yeah, yeah. It said it on the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, man. So I, I don't know how we transition from, from meth heads to <laughs> yeah. the holiday season, but by God, this is a grabbing the brisket podcast, and we're going to do it. Uh, Rich, hey, holiday season's upon us. So do you have any, like, um, I guess any holiday dishes or traditions that you guys do uh, around the Rich O'Toole household that uh, you, you don't mind sharing? My mom makes this uh, sage. It's hard to say because I'm like, you know, I kind of mumble a little bit. I don't know if you noticed that. I just talk really fast. Um, it's called sage sausage dressing. And it's like sage sausage. And she buys like these badass bread. It's just something that like I've never tasted anywhere else. And I look forward to eating that every year like sage sausage dressing from her is like so good i'll get the recipe and tweet it out when the podcast comes out okay um because this is it's just great it really is and that sage and the sausage like you can go to the store and just buy sage sauce. like jimmy dean has a sage sausage i think right um and man it just makes it it's like every every i just look i know that smell and there's just a lot of butter in it and it's just it's dirty and like great stuffing yeah, so I look forward to that. And it just you know. goes with everything. Also, I do a uh, I do a roulette uh, deviled egg. So I basically like make deviled eggs. Like there's twelve of them, right? And two out of the twelve just has pure habanero extract in it. So like <laughs> someone's gonna get it and just get messed up with it. It's a know? roulette. I love that. Hey. <laughs> The devil egg roulette is like something I really look forward to. Uh, you got to tweet so that good. one out too because, uh, like, I'm like right now. I'm like, I'm totally doing that. We're doing that. 
I'm going to like light my mom up. She's going to like <laughs> get the wrong one. I'm like, I'm sorry, Mom. You picked the wrong one. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I've yeah. done that with poppers. Like you take all the seeds and you just put them in one jalapeno popper. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. just wait for the one person to get it. Right. Or you wrap it with a Serrano versus a, uh, a jalapeno. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. And it's yeah. always the person who can't take the heat that gets it. Yeah. My, my bad. Better look the next time. <laughs> You're waving at him as like the ambulance pulls away. You're like, sorry, man. <sighs> that was our bad, dude. Yeah. He couldn't breathe, man. I don't know what happened to him. It was weird. Yeah. He's dying. I mean, he's dying. He's dying. Hit him, with the, hit him with the shot in the heart. <laughs> shot in the heart. I saw that. It was like, like the adrenaline shot. Right, right. Right. It was like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Where, uh, That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. My pills. Yeah. My pills. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, pills are good. Pills are good. Yeah. Um, so what do y'all uh, – I'll ask you some questions, man. Yeah, so what yeah. do y'all what – y'all, what when's the last time you smoked a brisket? And what are some new tricks you learned? I remember last time we talked about putting uh, – was it baking powder in there? Baking soda in the rub to rise to the pH level of the yep. of the bark. That's right. That's right. Have, yeah. have, you, learned any, yeah. have you learned any tricks or anything or – so uh, I yeah I'm, I'm gonna share. So we had we had Mo uh, we had Mo Kason on, and it's called the the the, the Mo Kason uh, wrap uh, or the Kason wrap or something, uh, but where he wraps in butcher paper, but then he also has the tin foil on the bottom part on the bottom part. And oh wow, okay. And what happens is that you don't lose any of that ajou, but your bark uh, remains. Like like Texas bark, you don't have that that Texas crunch with the tinfoil where you kind of lose the bark a little bit. So you have that peach paper and and the tinfoil underneath. Right. It's like a boat. You have the yeah. paper on yeah. top and then you have the foil on the bottom. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like that. That is like it's a money because once you open it up, you're like the brisket looks. Like, it, it has that that uh, that what's what's his name from Austin? Um, Aaron. 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 It has that yeah. Aaron Franklin just perfect bark on it. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but again, you don't lose any of the aju, which is to me is like, I want to dip my brisket right. into it. That's the liquid that's, gold. Yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. Like, I'm a connoisseur. I mean, I'm always trying out barbecue everywhere. And yeah, I'm like, someone will brag about their bark. And I'm like, bark's great, man, but this brisket's dry as hell. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. you got to have <laughs> both. You got to have both working. You got to, yeah. Like, I spent like 22 hours making this bark here, but you're like, the rest of the brisket is shit. It's just dry. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely you bought the Ferrari kit over the Honda. You're like, I know it looks like a Ferrari. <laughs> the Ferrari kit on the Fiat. Yeah. Yeah. Or not yeah. Fiat. Uh, Pontiac, Pontiac Fiero. Fiero. Is what they use for the body kit. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah the yeah. Fieros. No, that's, that's, that's good, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm trying to think. What else? What's a good little. Well, I, we've seen some that are, uh, it's more kind of like uh, we, we've tried to kind of debunk. Like there's a lot of stuff floating around to where you smother the brisket in beef tallow. And that's supposed to help flavor the brisket and it's supposed to help keep it moist and, and tender. And I think we kind of debunked that as well. well it's I mean, like flavoring your, your bacon with bacon because bacon just already tastes like bacon right so, right doesn't make sense like to they'll, me. they'll wrap the brisket and just throw more beef fat on top of the brisket when they wrap it yeah which is weird because yeah. it already has and like i could see like if you were doing like like let's say you were doing chicken and you wanted to make it 
Like you want a, a spicy chicken, chicken, right? More yeah. like whatever. Like, hey, I'll throw some beef tallow on some chicken, right? Or duck <laughs> fat on some on something, right? That to me right. would be like, okay, you're changing the thing. But if you're using the same animal with the same fat that it already has in it, like I don't know if you're doing anything at that point. Am, am I crazy? No, the the more I cook in my kitchen, the the less I leave things just the way they should taste. Like I've used less and less stuff. You yeah. know, like you can tell by like an amateur cook when they're adding all this shit to it. You're like, dude, it's supposed to taste like asparagus. You just add a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of salt. Like, you chill. Right, right, right. Let 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 it taste the way it's supposed to taste. If you're putting thirty ingredients on it, you don't like asparagus. No, <laughs> you're basically right. eating. Just put, just dump, just dump seasoning in your hand and lick it out of your right. hand. Right, that's what, that's you're what doing. you want. What? Yeah, right. That's yeah. that you want to taste like that. Just you know, just bypass the asparagus, brother. Just go straight to the. To the source. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, well, I noticed that. Too. I noticed that with barbecue restaurants too. It pisses me off when they use too much salt on their brisket. Because it's like, look, I already have high blood pressure, man. Like, I don't need to like stroke out in your restaurant. And I get it. The more salt you add to to fat, it's gonna taste better. But it's also like sometimes it like you know you get that bite of brisket and you're like, ooh, this tastes good. But you can tell it's too salty. Yeah. And it kind of numbs your cheeks a little bit. And you're yeah. like, come on, man. You didn't need to put that much salt on it. Have, have you have you tried the uh, the Danos? There's a Danos seasoning, and they're a low sodium, uh, a low sodium rub. But the people that uh, like they pile the seasoning on, right? Because this has it does have a low sodium. Everybody right. that, like w- once you get into it, like they have a like it's almost like a cult following. There's not a whole lot of rubs out there that do a low sodium base, but. He kicks the flavors up. He, he's got a crazy bunch of flavors that he does and whatever else. But I've seen even his steak seasonings. Like and you see people adding seasoning, like oh my god, that's way too much seasoning on there. But you have to remember the salt is not in there, so it just you, you're getting the other seasonings in there. I, I don't know. It it works. It works for him. Like I'm. I mean, no, I think that's great. I think like that's why I, when I I look in the back of the ingredients to see how much sodium is in a is in a rub or seasoning because I'm like this is just too much. But the ones, the rubs that don't have that much sodium and like you're tasting the paprika, you're tasting the onion powder, you know, it's like you can, you can put as much as you want on there because it's not affecting your, your body. It's actually good for you. Yep. Yeah. So the low sodium yeah. Danos, I think it's the green label one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. listen, they I came with the spicy and they just dropped a new, uh, this is, uh, I guess, a plug or commercial for Danos, uh, but they just dropped a new <laughs> Chipotle hot. Ooh, Which nice. is, uh, yeah, we haven't tried it yet, but uh, it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, there. Uh, I I never looked at this until a couple about a month and a half. Uh, I guess it was October. Uh, I I wasn't feeling that well, and I, I'd come home from work, and just was not feeling that well at all. And I was actually taking my kid to the doctor, and I was like, man, I, I just feel off, and I I just felt bad from the weekend, and I I probably partied way too hard, and I was like, I'm gonna take my blood pressure and see what this thing is, and I took it, and it was like. I took it the first time. It was like two twenty-five over one, uh, like one thirty or something. I was like, "Oh yeah. my god, that's crazy high," you know. And yeah. Then, and I took it again, and it was like two forty-five over. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it was like one sixty. One sixty. I was like, "Yeah, well, that's a mistake. There's something wrong with this machine. It's not working right." And I, I got up and I was like, I just felt so off. And I was like, man, something's wrong with me, you know. And I'm not a big guy, you know. I'm I'm, I'm roughly five eleven or so, uh, and right at 192 pounds. So I don't I don't look like a big guy when you see me. And so I, I 
I checked, I called my brother. I was, I was like, I was like, dude, uh, is this right? Is he? And James was like, ah, I, I don't know. Let me ask my wife. I'm like, dude, quit asking your wife every single freaking thing that I ask you. Like, She's a nurse. If I wanted to, but if I wanted to ask her, I'd call her. Like, I'm just... <laughs> I'm calling, I'm calling my brother, right? Which, by the right. way, is not the thing to do. I don't have the expert. James is like, go to the hospital. I'm like, fuck, man, I got to go to the hospital. So I get there, and they take my blood pressure, and she's like, hey, listen, uh, can you relax? I was like, I'm relaxing. I'm about as relaxed as it gets. And she's like, no, you need to chill the fuck out. Uh, 277 is what it went up to. 277 like, over 150 or one, some, 160. You fixing a pump. No, no, it was 180, 190. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It was 277 over 190. Uh, oh, wow. And I'm like, dude. And she's like, are you feeling okay? I was like, I can feel a pulse popping in my head. I'm like, oh, I can feel the, my heartbeat in my head. Is that, am I going to die? Like, is, am I dying right now? And I was yeah. like, Jesus. And, uh, you know, she's like, you've had really high blood pressure for a long time. That's why you haven't noticed it. It's been gradual. And uh, you're lucky you came in because you keep living like this. You're going to have a stroke. I'm, I mean, I'm 40, yeah, I, 43, you know? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's a thing where I found out I had blood pressure two years ago. And it's just, it's just, you know, for me, it's genetic. And it's too much sodium and stress and anxiety. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a silent killer. I mean, it's something for men that we never – we don't like going to the doctor. We'd rather just die like John Wayne in a field. <laughs> Please. Um, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's something, if you're listening – Go get your blood pressure checked out, and if it's if it's high, get on a pill. It just makes life a lot easier, you know. Without a doubt, without a doubt, my yeah. doctor, my doctor actually. So I didn't even have a primary care physician, which, by the way, I do now. Uh, uh, but she asked me, she's like, "What was your blood pressure last time you took it?" I was like, "It was good. It was like one fifteen over eighty or something, right?" And she's like, "How long ago was that?" And I was like. Ah. I don't know. It's 14 I, years I was, old. Uh, I was 12. She's like, what was your last? She goes, she goes, your last physical, what was it then? I was like, hey, it's really good. When, when I played football in but high school. I was like 22 <laughs> years old when I had my last physical. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you get you get, grow up. You get, I mean, I, I got married. I'm like, I don't, I go to work. I'm not getting physicals. I, I'm at work right now. So, right. Uh, which is very ignorant, right? And, and then uh, the whole time my wife is like, I told you. I told you, I'm like, lady, you're not making my shit any better right now. You need to stop. Yeah. Right, right pressure's now. going up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I can't. She, she actually said, and she, and she's a sweetheart, but she actually said, she goes, hey, you going to rub your feet. I'm at, I, in the emergency room, and, she like, and she's like, hey, you going to rub your feet? I was like, Amy, I'm wearing shoes, and I've got an IV right now, and no, I don't. I don't want to rub my feet. I said, just, she's like, oh, okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to sit down. I'm like. Oh my God, like you're giving me anxiety right now. I'm just thinking about it, you know? Yeah. And I'm looking at her and she's just trying to do her best because she doesn't know, right? She's just trying to be helpful. And uh, right. I feel like such a biggest asshole, you know? Well. Yeah, yeah, you know? So I, I had to like apologize a couple of times. I'm like, hey, you got my back. I'm my bad. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's, it is a silent killer. And it's one of those things like, just go to the doctor. Like she was like, what did the dentist say last time you had her dentist? I was like, dentist said it was great. No, Dennis didn't say it was great. It's COVID, man. You can't go to the dentist. Like, I don't even want to say. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things that opened my eyes up a lot. So, I was like, I've got to get to care of yourself. So, no, you do. And it's hard. Like, we talk about mental health and, and being men. It's hard. It's hard to take care of yourself because I don't like going to the doctor. I don't like going. I'm a dude. I don't want to do that. 
You know, it's like I don't unless I unless I pass out or I have like extreme pain. I'm not going to the doctor. What am I going? What am I going to do there? Right. But yeah, the blood pressure thing is like, you know, it is definitely a thing where you just want to make sure it's under control because you want to be around for a while. You want you want to be 80 years old. You know, you're not going to make it to 80 with high blood pressure. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah. And so I'll tell you something else is uh, she, uh, uh, Dr. Wynn, and if she ever listens to this podcast, I'm going to give her a big shout out because she, she's a big fan of the show. She's super awesome. <laughs> I, she doesn't listen. Yeah. Sure she is. Uh, she's, uh, she's very pretty uh, and she's very smart and she knows her shit and she's, she's on top of her game. But uh, I, I made the mistake by asking her, I was like, hey, uh, can you, do you, do you check for like this whole physical, I'm doing the physical thing and, and she's like, yeah, yeah. She says, "Yeah, can you check for the testosterone? We'll see where I'm at, you know." And she's like, "Well, you having problems?" I said, "No, no, no, no. I'm not having any problems." She's like, "Well, how how are your erections?" And I'm like, "Well, first of all, is, <laughs> you so is we there, went a, there do you have a is there a male that's supposed to come in here and ask me this? I don't know. I don't feel comfortable." She's I was like, "No, they're great." Like, she's like, "Well, no, but how are your like are you how's your morning erection?" I was like, first of all." You said erection like eight times in a sentence with me. I don't know how to take this. This is super. Yeah. This is not cool, you know. So I'm answering all these questions, and, and I'm I'm trying to be very honest and and whatever. She's like, well, you know, it doesn't sound like you have a problem, but we'll check. So I'm at work like a week later, like, and she calls me with my levels, and I I had my phone. Speakerphone. It's a it's a telehealth thing. So I got my cell phone out. It's this whole telehealth thing. She's like, okay, can you see me? I'm like, oh yeah, hey hey, Doctor Wynn, thank you. And she's like, okay, so um, this is going on. Your blood pressure's, you know, I, I'm glad it's under control. Uh, it, it, you know, your cholesterol is a little high. We need to check that in order. And your even your bad cholesterol is not good. I'm like, Jesus, like, tell me something good, you know, lady. I know. And, and, yeah. And then and she goes, uh, and so we'll talk about your erections. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, hey, can you? Did she ask to see them? Well, hold on. I was like, hey, can you, uh, Miss Wynn? Yeah. Can zoom can you, in. Can you please, uh, can you please, man. Yeah. hey, Miss Wynn, can you please stop for a second? Let me close my, my office door. She's like, so um, your erections, are you still, ha- are those in the morning? I was like, uh, Dr. Wynn, can you please stop for a second? Can you please? And I'm trying to tell her to shut shut up, but she's not listening to me. And I'm like, I'm like scrambling, trying to close my door. Because I, I work with a bunch of guys, and, and, and it's just like, I can't have this, right? And I'm like, they're like, what are you doing in your office? Right? So I was like. I get back. I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, but I'm in my office." And like, she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry." I, uh, so your erections? I'm like, "Oh, okay, they're great. Erections are fine. No problem here." Blah blah. blah. She was like, "Well, you were right though. You have low testosterone." I was like, "Oh my god, I'm falling apart. I am falling up. High blood pressure. Well, it just high happens cholesterol. at that age, though. Yeah, I know. That's I know. Just, it happens to every dude around 37, 38. Like I'm 38, and one one reason I started, I stopped like wanting to drink was. I was like underperforming in bed. It was embarrassing. Like I, you know, like you know, I, I, I have a girl from time to time, or a girl comes over, whatever. Um, consensual, if you're listening, yeah, okay. right. all consensual. <laughs> Not trying to get canceled, right? And sometimes it was like hard to get it up, and that was because I was drinking too much, and then my testosterone was low. And I was like, "Fuck this!" And the moment I stopped, you know, I went sober for like two weeks. It was just like bonermachine.com yeah, strong like bull <laughs> strong yeah. like bull right. that's the name of the episode there there. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. strong like knocking bull knocking it out don't google that one Alex yeah. Test, <laughs> I love testosterone it. shots <laughs> help a lot with that bonermachine.com that's it there it is like, you, whatever man you'll actually gain some things on testosterone shots yeah well okay hell yeah All right. so mm-hmm. 
I'm I don't know, you. man. It is what it is. But, you know, I, I think, like, this has been like a I, – I know it's supposed to be a barbecue and beer. And I think I do, we've talked barbecue. We've talked beer. But, dude, the real talk, I freaking – I love this. Hell, this yeah. This is badass. I think people want to hear this. And there, there's a lot of people, I think, that, are, that all have our problems. It's just no one talks about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 100%. it's good. Yeah. I'm, we're looking at James right now because James is like – yeah, like, I, I'm the only one that has like notes. That, like I, <laughs> I, I prepare. I, you know, I'm doing all this research, and I got notes, and I write questions or whatever. And then we pregame a little bit ahead of time. It's like, okay, guys, would you guys come uh, questions, uh, stuff like that? Uh, right. I have a laptop in front of me, but the screen is blank, and it's just like yeah. it's like yeah. deer in headlights, just blanks everywhere. It's like we're just gonna wing it. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> just shooting from the hip. It is. Yeah, I that's love awesome, it. man. Yeah. I, I did have a question I was going to, and I know this personally, and probably maybe some of the new listeners that, that have not experienced Retro Tool before, but I, I do know that, that you do have a, um, what's the right word? Uh, you have uh, stage crashed a, uh, um, I don't know if it's multiple times, but I know the, the YouTube video that I've seen once before. Yeah, you, with Turnpike? You, with Turnpike, so correct. Cool, so yeah. cool. And so I was going to ask you, and kind of just a a question like if you could stage crash any concert whether it's like i guess past or you know future or or whatever it is anybody anybody what artist or concert would you want to stage crash um two-part question the turnpike thing was kind of fucked up Uh, i'll tell you why because they turnpike reached out to me on dm and said hey we have two tickets will you Will you come to the show tonight? And I said, sure. I'm a giant Turnpike fan. What an honor. Yeah. And yeah, I ripped, I ripped like 13 beers. So I was feeling it. <laughs> the reason that thing that all happened and Evan stopped the show and embarrassed me is that's what Evan's like. He's a real, he's a real anxiety. Like he was drunk at the time and he was, he's real nervous and yada, yada, yada. And he was just, that was kind of a dick move on his part because like right. they invited me out, you know? And I, yeah, I shouldn't. They didn't invite me to come sing, but they invited me out. And they gave me tickets or anything. So I thought it was like the last song. Adam Hood walked out there. They were doing a cover song. I walked out there to sing too. And it's like I'm not not famous. It was like some random guy walked out there. Rich O'Toole walked out in his hometown. So they really kind of embarrassed me on that, and they apologized. But it was more of Evan on that situation, and that really kind of hurt me because it made me look like a total tool fool. You know, like it was just all the blogs went wild and oh yeah. And they were just calling me all these names, and it was like, dude, it wasn't my fault. Like the backstory of that was, it was not my fault that that happened. It was my fault that I had a bunch of beers and walked out there. <laughs> but it was a thing where, like, most people would have been like, yeah, Rich, come sing. I, I do that. I was, whenever I'm at like a Josh Abbott concert, I'm friends with someone. I always, I always sing with them from backstage. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's fun. Um, the other question is, like, I'm a gigantic Springsteen fan. I just love Springsteen. He's my idol. That's my right. That's my stage presence. Like I get all my moves from him, I would totally crash Springsteen, but I would I wouldn't do it though unless you invited me. You know, I'd be yeah. too embarrassed. Yeah, I, I guess it so. would have to be consensual. Like, uh, who would you want to be up on stage with, just jamming, rocking, singing with? Right, it's Bruce Springsteen. I'm mean, oh, yeah. all day long. I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, so that is, that is very cool. That is for, who? Who would you, James? Who would I do? Ooh. Yeah. If you could sing and you had talent. If I could sing, yeah. yeah. Artist, if you had, if you had, had a talent. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Hey, no. Don't put it back on me. I really hadn't no, given that's not much how we're doing thought. This. Let's, go. let's go around the table. We'll come back to me. That's not how it works. Uh, 
You got to say it. Look, uh, you got your I, testosterone, Alden. Guy. I can't hear you. Who, who are you going out? Who are you going out? Who are you going with, Alden? Um, man. Yeah, that's a you guys, are, you guys are big fans of music. It sounds like. Yeah, dude, no, you so have I, nobody. Dude, I I love a lot of like uh, look. I love love Pat Green. Pat Green would be for for me. Yeah. as like uh, going to school at Tarleton State University and just seeing uh, the the Robert Earl Keens and the Pat Greens and and Rich O'Toole's and, and everybody. Uh, I I love all those 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 people and those, those genres. Uh, I also yeah. love Pearl Jam. I love Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ooh. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam. I mean, I would love to be a part of that. Uh, uh, Alan's asking, do you know who Jim Sharp is? Oh, yeah. He says, oh, yeah. Love Jim Sharp. Yeah. Don't work with Jim or something. He's a big Aggie uh, booster. Yeah, he is a big Aggie. No, no, we have not. We've not had him. Uh, not with, on or, or anything. We, we can go back to old Tarleton State days uh, uh, and stories, uh, uh, parties and stuff like that. Uh, him, uh, there was a bunch of guys that were pretty, pretty big in Tarleton State University and and kicking around that just uh, uh, you know the rodeo days. I mean, the Cowboys they, they were they were bigger than life, like on campus and at parties and stuff like that. He was kind of a he was kind of a little bit of a jerk to to. Me, but maybe he was a little. Uh, I'm little trying to think of the right Jim. Sharp. What Jim Sharp are you talking? I'm uh, to think. Cowboy, like um, Roper. Okay, I don't know that. I don't. I don't know that Jim Sharp. I was, I'm talking. I'm. I'm thinking of Jim. Jim Sharp, the A and M booster. It's a whole two different guys. Oh, two different guys. So I don't know that. I don't know that Jim Sharp. Yeah. yeah. I don't know either one of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there it is. What about Sonny Leopard, the guy that song, that's sang that song? I, I don't know. Who's that? Sonny Leopard. Sonny Leopard. We got a guy. Yeah. Sonny Leopard. Yeah. I like Sonny Leopard. Yeah. yeah. He was on. The, he was on a label with me back in the day. He's. He's like a. Where's he from? I like Sonny Leopard actually. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know where he's from. Alden is sitting in the back here. Uh, he just calling out. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think he, I think I think he had a Jim Sharp song. I think that's yeah, what he's he referring to. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Did you so y'all y'all went to Tarleton or? Uh, uh, me, all? me and Jan had a brief stint there. Yep. Um, I went to a lot of parties. Matt, <laughs> yeah. a lot of parties. <laughs> there was a lot of fun uh, to be had there. Uh, Matt uh, was North Texas. Mm-hmm. Is okay. that correct? Yeah, U- UNT. 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 Yeah. I love I love Stephenville, man. I, you know, when I first started, I was really hanging out in the in the Stephenville quite a bit with the cowboy community. You know, crashing on couches when I couldn't afford to pay rent. So, like, um, me and Tuff Hedeman became friends, and a lot of the bull riders. Um, so, Stephenville has like a big place in my heart. I love that. Yeah, and that school is great, man. That school parties. I mean, that's a lot of fun. In uh, town. It, it was it was a great place, and uh, I I remember. Uh, city limits. That was a little uh, bar we used to go to. To hell yeah, I uh, played city limits yeah, a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I remember Jewel rolled through there once. Uh, yeah. I guess Jewel uh, played. Yeah, Jewel uh, was uh, no. well. Jewel was living in Stephenville. For yeah, like she was. Two years uh, I went. To, I went to Jewel's. I went to Jewel's house and had dinner with him, uh, her, and uh, Ty Murray. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, Ty Murray. So uh, yeah, she was living there. I don't think she liked it. She actually got in a car wreck there when she was pregnant um, in Stephenville. Oh, wow. Just go in the grocery store. I remember that. It was scary because I got a call from one of my buddies. I was like, dude, Jewel just got hit. I was like, damn. Oh, wow. 
Wow. So, yeah. Weird, not the weirdest, but like we had uh, Tone Loke played Stephenville. Yeah. And then also uh, we have Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice, yes. I've seen him Vanilla Ice yeah. played, and but he but he was more of a rock. He did the rock yeah, thing. I've, I've seen him both ways, uh, rap and, and rock. And that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, and now 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 they have the big. Uh, uh, it's. Larry Joe Taylor. You got the Larry Joe oh, Taylor yeah. Festival. I played that a bunch of times, yeah. And, and man, that thing is like it is it's sick, man. Like there's it's Woodstock for Tarleton kids. I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's it's growing. It's growing. I'm like, there's people from like I hear people from, like down here like, Hey, I'm going Larry. I'm like, Are y'all like y'all know about that? Y'all do that? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're like forty eight. You should not be going to this. <laughs> Like, yeah, there are some creepy. Away. I mean, there's some creeps that go to that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but hey, you know, which I think I think one of those things like once you, once you once and and there is a difference between Texas music and and just the, the mainstream country music that that you see. And uh, I I think that um, like once you get into that Texas music genre, it all just like you you can't help become a fan, right? It's just it's one of those. It's one of those things that you're just like it's in your it's in your blood at that point. You follow you follow them all. You're following everybody, and uh, that that's what I like. Now you, like you you can't even search for it like on like Spotify really. Like you can, but they'll uh, not Spotify. What is it? Uh, maybe Spotify. Like Pandora. Spotify, yeah, Pandora. Whatever. It'll, like give you the red red dirt road. Whatever. I'm like it is, yeah. but it's not. You know, it's not what. It, what's your what's your whatever you know so uh it's just cool man yeah i have you ever done have you ever done green hall i have yeah we've headlined green hall uh, i think three times full band we're trying you know i haven't put a band back together yet i think we want to do our debut i think in the spring at, at green hall so I, i'll keep you posted yeah love to have y'all let me know i got some tickets i'm know. a huge fan like no, yeah. i don't well, i'll purchase tickets man listen i am a huge fan i would let me know because I will drive, make the trip. I'll make a, a week out of it. So I, I love that whole area. Uh, but man, that's it's like my if I was ever going to be like a singer, which it was like well, growing up as a kid, I was like I always wanted like man, if I could just be, if I could just be freaking George Strait. That was I, that was the kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like my mom. It, <laughs> well, we all we all wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, I could never sing. Right? I just I sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I can't remember the words to any freaking song. Like I'd be the worst singer in history, right? And that's awesome. It, it's a talent, but once you know, it, here's the deal: once you know it, you're like, well, that's off the bucket list. Not going to happen for me, you know. Uh, but you know, I used I used to practice. I'd practice singing like outside, like no, like nobody could see. And I'm like, man, maybe I'm getting good. And then one time, like, especially when he got like Psych. a right, Psych, bitch. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, man, I'm gonna record myself. This is gonna be good. I recorded it, and then I, I played it back. I was like, oh my god, delete this right now. Never tell a soul this ever happened. Right? This is horrible. So, uh, yeah, man, that was that was me growing up. So, and then when I once I I went to the Green Hall for the first time, I was probably I don't know eight, 18, 19 years old. And that whole area, I was like, I'm in love. This is where I want to retire one day. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Like just. I don't. I have Rumpels is amazing, you know. It yeah. is. It is. So I mean, Houston is great, and I, I hopefully one day I'll probably will migrate north, but it's not going to be passed. Yeah, it no, I be. get it. I mean, we, I, I've actually, I so I just sold my house in Kenny Lake um, 
uh, last year. So I lived out in Kenyon Lake for about a year and a half. Oh wow! Um, then I turned it turned into a rental property, but um, it was I loved it out there. The hill country is just so beautiful. I used to feed deer and um, in my front yard, and I had had a, I had a buck that was like a award winning buck that I would feed Doritos every day. It's like <laughs> it was crazy. So, man, well let's get let's get together and um, smoke some meat soon, boys. Dude, hey, sounds good to ready. me, brother. We're ready. Cool. Um. Well, that's, that's all I got. If you got anything else for me, man, uh, I, had, I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me on. No, I really appreciate it. 100%. Thank you so much for just even coming on and, and sharing so much. And I know we probably kept you uh, probably later than what you wanted to be on. Not for, at all. But, no, no, no. I, was, uh, I, I didn't. Yeah. 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 Hey, Rich, Very can, cool, can you share with the people where they can get a hold of you and uh, where you're going to be in the next, uh, I don't know, month or two when you're going to be touring? Yeah. I'm doing like four or five acoustic dates in January. So just go to richotool.com for tour dates. Um, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, my stuff's on there. So just type type in Rich Tool. It's a goofy name. You can't forget it. And it'll pop up and start cranking it out. So um, enjoy. You know, I've written seven albums. I think they're pretty good. So if you're listening, get dive into the first one and go all the way up to 2020, you know. So absolutely i love it i love it hey uh we definitely love it we appreciate you coming on to the grabbing the brisket show rich and uh yeah let's definitely get together and smoke a brisket let's do it i'll uh yeah i'll, I'll dm y'all man we'll get together uh maybe after the holidays or something It'd be fun oh yeah thanks buddy uh, yeah all right. cool all right. hey boys i enjoyed it all right Talk take soon. care peace right, see thanks brother Bye. all right hey i mean another killer interview with rich i mean he's such a down home like just cool dude to talk to i mean what else can you say no you can't say much man i mean the dude just I, he's a, he 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 is what he is right and, and i that's i know if that's the like i am what i am in life he is what he is and yeah. he is genuine uh definitely thankful for him that's the key on. word right genuine, genuine. like genuine. he's honest he's yeah. not pulling any punches that's right he's got like a million stories that he can sit there and just tell yeah over and over, but he can't. Maybe he there's can't tell him maybe there's, there's going to be a, no, no. Uh, he, he's going to tell him. We're going to get him over here yeah. cooking a brisket. We're going to get him thirteen beers deep. Yeah, and we're going yeah. we're going to start recording. Either that or Rich, Rich O'Toole's going to come up with his own memoirs and just like uh, I'm buying the, the first the book. Rich O'Toole tales. I'll just buy the first book. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, I, yeah, definitely blessed to have him on. And uh, the dude is killer. Uh, his albums, like John and I were talking earlier, and John's like, dude, there's not. A, a week that goes by that I don't throw on one of his albums and just listen. Okay. I listen all the time. Yep. I mean, it's 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 badass music. Um, yeah. He even tweeted out to Rich, uh, I think it was earlier today, maybe it was yesterday, I think Whiskey Riff, which is a uh, um, a online presence, uh, they, they have their own playlist on Spotify, which is like a te- Texas country playlist. Yeah, they and do. it has everything between... There's some Rich O'Toole on there, Turnpike, uh, Flatline Cavalry. I mean, just everybody. Uh, go check out that playlist. I mean, it's pretty badass. And he, he tweeted out, and he's like, oh, it's pretty badass. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll check it out. Well, hey, there it is. Hit him with the business. All right, guys, go slide over there. Check out Rich O'Toole's uh, page. Uh, I think it's richotool.com. That, that shows all the, the, the tour dates that he has. That shows all the merch that he has. I did see the only two. This is kind of my bitch at the moment. The only two uh, T-shirts that he had. For sale, were all no beans or beans and chili.
type t-shirts. Dude, I'm buying one. <laughs> I'm yeah. actually going. I will buy. Yes. I'm going to wear one. What was week. like a, a, a chili and beans, but it was like a Netflix and chill type vibe. I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that. I'm buying one. You want one, Alex? Yeah. Okay, we'll buy two. Okay, hey, Rich, I'll, come up. Come up with just a regular Rich O'Toole t-shirt. I mean, we're not doing. I it. want to buy it. No. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, and right. then head over to the grabbing a brisket website, maybe. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Check yeah. out the website. Check out the. Uh, uh, we got some recipes coming out. John is is, is always on top of that. Drop a new stew recipe. We have this. a new soup soup stew soup, recipe. Stew? It's a soup, James. Yeah. Okay, don't, <laughs> don't degrade what yeah. I'm doing. What is the difference between a soup and a stew? Listen, uh, a stew uh, is the thickness. The thickness. Yeah. Uh, I think it, James. I think you need to you need to stop right now. Okay. I'll sit back. <laughs> we'll talk about this next week. Anyways, okay. look for that to come out. Uh, check out the swag shop. It's badass. Uh, and then, yeah, check out uh, check out all of our social media. Our our TikTok is climbing. We're killing it. A lot of great how-to videos coming out. Um, and then also what not to do. So we have those as well. well I think we also have a new uh, a hotline, Matt. You want to tell them about that? We do have a new hotline. And if you go to our website, I think we have a link to the new hotline number. And you can leave us your win or your fail there. And we'll just air your voice on the podcast instead of having me read it off for everybody. Or any other questions you have, honestly. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you want to send us free stuff, you awesome. can also go on there and leave a message about that. What's the number? <laughs> yeah, what is the number, Matt? Uh, good question. It's on the website. It's on Ain't the website. <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> Grabthebrisket.com. Smoke on. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. Dying it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Right, we would like to give a special thanks to Fogo Premium Hardwood Lump Charcoal, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Cooley Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Cooler, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Texas Brew Hopper. We appreciate their support. Y'all guys go check them out.